Tyler, this this will be a solo pod tonight. And so we start with a quick recap of what happened in today's semifinal games. Starting things off, the fourth seed St. Bonaventure blowing out the eighth seed Rhode Island 68 to 51 in a game that Rhodey really controlled early on, taking a quick double digit lead only to see the Bonnies come charging back and outscore them by 19 in the second half. The leading contributors in this game, another fantastic performance by, by freshman Kyle Lofton. 23 points, 5 assists for the Bonaventure point guard. And then his fellow freshman, Asuna Shunahi, 10 points, 11 rebounds. Dominic Welch made, made it a big three of first-year guys, 13 points, 9 rebounds. Those three, along with a pair of seniors, Courtney Stockard and Ladarian Griffin, combined to play all but six minutes of the game for Bonaventure. They got just two shots from their bench, zero points, one rebound, no assists. And those five are going to be the ones that they really rely on tomorrow. On the other side, Rhode Island, 15-9 and nine from Cyril Langevin. Ten rebounds from Tyrese Martin, once again playing well in a big game. Jeff Doughton had 12 points. Fats, Fats Russell going 0-7 for 7 from 3, really one of the Biggest reasons why Rhodey struggled offensively in this one. But all praise goes to Kyle Lofton, who once again stepped up on an off night from Courtney Stockard. The Bonaventure star went 1 of 11 shooting, still managed to get himself to 9 points by virtue of getting to the line 8 times. But Lofton has done so well all year as the second option for this Bonaventure team. And we have now seen in back-to-back games in Brooklyn, that he can step up and be the leader when Stockard is off. Now, granted, I don't see Courtney Stockard being ice cold three days in a row. I really think he's going to turn it around tomorrow, which will lessen the load on Lofton a bit. But at the moment, he's the favorite to be the conference tournament, uh, the conference tournament MVP this year, if Bonaventure can win. On the other side, the six seed St. Louis swung another upset crushing the two-seed Davidson 67-44 and holding that lethal Wildcats offense to just 15 points in the second half. As we noted yesterday, Davidson just didn't have the proper guy to guard Javon Bess, and the second-team All-A-10 player went for 24 points and 7 rebounds. Tremaine Isabel was awesome on offense again with 19 points. And then for Davidson, John Axel Goodmanson put up 15 Luka Brejkovic put up 12 in limited minutes as he dealt with foul trouble. And beyond that, it was just a disaster from the rest of the team. Keyshawn Pritchett, along with all of their bench guys, combined for just one solo point. And it was really the worst offensive performance of the year for Davidson. It was a poor matchup for the Wildcats, but they still had the talent edge. And St. Louis just really blitzed them in the second half. One of the big reasons why the game was so close in the first half, Slew temporarily went to his own, and 
John Axel, Frampton, and Kellen Grady all able to take advantage. There was a stretch where Davidson hit three threes, one from each of those guys within about a minute and a half span. And that was the best offense we saw from Davidson the whole night. So had SLU really gone to their base defense from the jump, this could have been an even bigger blowout. But the key for right now, what everyone wants to talk about, is what's going to happen tomorrow. The fourth-seeded St. Bonaventure Bonnies, the sixth-seeded St. Louis Billikens, playing for an auto bid and a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. Now, right now, Joe Lenardi has the Bonnies in his bracket by virtue of them being the higher-seeded team, putting them as a 13 seed. That seems pretty likely for the Bonnies. If SLU wins this, I would probably say the same, because despite the fact that they finished below the Bonnies in the conference standings, St. Louis was far more impressive in the non-con. So the winner's probably looking at a 13. Maybe SLU could slip up to a 12. Maybe the Bonnies fall to a 14. But 13 kind of feels like the right number right here. So this is a rematch of a game that actually came on the final day of the regular season. Just eight days ago, these two teams are now pretty familiar with each other. The Bonnies won 66-57 up in Olean. The stars of that game, Tremaine Isabel with 21 points, Hassan French with 14 for SLU. Bonaventure got 20 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds for a triple nickel from Courtney Stockard. Kyle Lofton got 14 points on some poor shooting, but managed to get himself to the line 8 times. Notably, this was also the final time that Bonaventure started Nelson Caputo. Dominic Welch ended up coming off the bench in this game, but played 33 minutes and has been starting ever since. Looking ahead to the matchups, the biggest question for me is who can keep themselves out of foul trouble in the Asuna Shunahi versus Hassan French matchup? French managed to do so in the last battle. Ashunahi fouled out of the game after just 21 minutes and made a minimal impact. These are two of the best bruising shot blockers in the A-10. They're not going to try to beat each other with finesse. They're going to want to get the ball and go straight into the body of the other guy and really try to get each other out of this game. So I think foul trouble is going to be critical even more so than normal. If either team loses their anchor, it could be devastating. Probably more so for the Bonnies. Their response would be to go to Amadi Ekpizi off the bench, a guy who barely played against Davidson, largely because the Wildcats just didn't have a threatening offensive big man for most of the game with Brachkovic dealing with that harsh foul trouble. Slew can always just downsize slightly and go to DJ Foreman at the five, which was something that actually worked extremely well two nights ago against Dayton. The second big question for me, can Bonaventure exploit the two weaker parts of Slew's starting defense? Now they have three terrific defenders in French, Bess, and Jordan Goodwin. Their other two starters, DJ Foreman and Tremaine Isabel, are both pretty solid defenders in their own right. But when you look at it comparatively, those are going to be the two weak spots. You look around, most likely matchups, Foreman will probably be guarding the quicker Ladarian Griffin, while Isabel will likely have the responsibility of taking on Dominic Welch. If Bonaventure can really exploit one of these two matchups and get at least 15 points from either of these guys, they're going to be in great shape. Welch has not been much of a go-to guy for the Bonnies so far this season, 
but just like his fellow backcourt freshman mate in Lofton, he's been absolutely terrific since we got to Brooklyn. I think there's a real chance that he can exploit Isabelle on that end, but then on the other end, Welch's contributions are going to be even more critical. He had a great defensive performance today against Rhodey, and Tremaine Isabel has just been red hot for about three weeks now, as we discussed on yesterday's pod. Welch is going to have to be on him. We saw with Dwayne Cohill two nights ago in the Dayton game that if you have a great on-ball defender who really gets up in Isabel's face, you can bother him, and it was something that really slowed Isabel down late in that game when they went to Cohill instead of the other guys they had been trying on him. For SLU offensively, it's kind of interesting. You would think that DJ Foreman would be able to overpower Griffin, but people forget with Ashunahi's presence that Griffin played a lot of center last year, and while he may only be 6'6", he's a pretty strong guy. So for me... I'm really not sure that there's a great mismatch for SLU in this game. Maybe it depends on how the Bonnies decide to match up. I would assume that they're going to throw Welch on Isabel if Isabel is really shooting the ball well early on in the game. Stockard will probably match up against the bigger Javon Bess. I guess that leaves Kyle Lofton on Jordan Goodwin. This certainly isn't an ideal matchup size-wise. But Goodwin is the kind of guy that's going to beat you more with smarts than with physical advantages on offense. And Lofton should be a crafty enough player to keep him from being able to easily cut to the rim. However, this could be a problem. Maybe they switch it up, they go size-wise and put Lofton on Isabel. That would leave Welch to guard Bess and then Stockard on Goodwin. And in that situation, Kyle... Kyle Lofton's really going to have to pick it up on the defensive end, which, given that he keeps playing 40-minute games and they're relying on him so much on offense, he might not have the energy to be able to then guard Tremaine Isabel on the other side. I'm interested to see, though, if they try to hide him on Goodwin, knowing that he's smart enough to protect the back door and keep Goodwin from, be, from getting those outlet passes from Hassan French. As, in terms of the bench, Fred Thatch, really the only notable bench guy at this point. Dion Wiley has seen his minutes pretty much disappear. As I noted earlier, Bonaventure hasn't been playing their bench much. Now, third game in three days for the Bonnies, fourth game in four days for the Billikens. Kind of situation where maybe you do have to lean on your subs more. Although, both teams are going to be tired. They'll both probably be using their timeouts pretty liberally. You're not going to want to have those wasted if your guys are exhausted. So maybe we do only see Thatch. He's been playing around 30 minutes a game lately. They've just been shuffling hard with those six guys. and He does change the matchup slightly. When he's on offense, it, al- it will allow the Bonnies to put Kyle Lofton on him. That's a closer matchup size-wise. Thatch, when he's on, is super dangerous from three, but... He's not the kind of guy that's necessarily going to be on every game. With all that being said, I am going to take the Bonnies in this game. I've been burned by picking against SLU for weeks now, although I did actually like them against Davidson. I just don't see any great mismatches on either side for this game. I think that they both match up fairly well. 
I'd put Bonaventure... You know what, actually? I was going to say that Bonaventure is the more talented team, but really I think it's about even. Both of these teams are terrific from a talent standpoint, and we've forgotten that about SLU. This was a team that was rampaging through the early conference season. They were a preseason top two team in the conference, and we've just kind of forgotten how good they actually are. For me, it's going to come down to one thing. I trust Mark Schmidt more than any other coach in this conference. The fact that he has even taken this team as far as the conference title game after losing maybe the greatest senior class ever in Bonaventure history with Jalen Adams and Matt Mobley. It's remarkable that they're even at this point. In a typical year like this for a team that's not in an ideal market like St. Bonaventure, this is the kind of year where you finish in 10th place and maybe scrap together one tournament win. Now here they are on the cusp of making the NCAAs once again. And that's a testament to Mark Schmidt. He's a great coach. He's the best coach in this conference. I'm sorry to the Davidson fans, but I would take Schmidt over Bob McKillop, although just slightly. I think Schmidt gives them the edge in this game, and I'm going to take the Bonnies by three. And so with that, that concludes today's short episode of the Three Bid League pod. Be sure to send us any questions. We will be doing a championship game breakdown plus a postseason preview talking about the teams in both the NCAA tournament and the NIT. And also the CBI if someone takes an invite, although it's starting to seem like that's not likely. So send us any questions you will have. We'll be recording a pod either Sunday night or early on Monday to talk about that and to preview the upcoming playoff week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the number three bid league pod and just send us any feedback that you like. Tell us stuff you like about the show. Tell us stuff you don't like that you think we can make better.